Good morning and welcome to SJL Daily. This is Maddie Shreeman and today our church reading plan has us in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 16 to 34. Paul talks in these verses about the sacrament of communion and how we as Christians ought to observe it. In my first college years, as I was church shopping, I had no idea about many of the rich scriptural reasons for sacraments in our church. I knew that communion was important because it's a symbol of the body and blood of Christ poured out for us, but my knowledge went no deeper, nor did I realize it needed to. I didn't have much awareness about the sacredness of communion. However, as I visited churches, many of them wouldn't partake of communion, and I remember being shocked and confused as I waited for us to come to the altar for the elements to be distributed. Finally, I asked a friend of mine in class later that week if her church took communion every week, and then she looked at me as if I was crazy. Apparently, there are many churches that partake of this sacrament only four to six times a year at special points in the church calendar. I had no idea. I say none of this to slight other churches or traditions. I adore so many components of other church denominations other than the one I've grown up in. But I have truly grown to appreciate communion every week at St. John because of the aspects that Paul mentions in this chapter. Every week, we receive the story of Jesus' betrayal and sacrifice for our sake. We receive the reminder of the new covenant that his blood created for us to live in. Every week, we live in anticipation of the second coming of Christ, as Paul writes in verse 26. Each week, we remind ourselves that in repentance and rest, In Jesus, we receive our strength. At the Lord's table, we come broken, weary, and beaten down by the world. At that same table in communion, we take the bread and cup, and we are not condemned, as Paul reminds us in verse 32. Through this communion, through this repentance, we're renewed each and every week. Friends, this communion together with Christ and each other is precious. Our reconciliation through this meal is a reverent sacrament. Let us not take this for granted. Paul was writing to a congregation that wasn't the best at approaching communion as such a sacred act. The church at Corinth had been allowing worldly status to impact reception of communion elements. This is not as it should be. We see in verses 33 and 34 that communion is to be a place of love for one another because of the love that Christ has for us. We come to the table together, as a whole church, Paul says, where we've waited for one another to gather to come in love and repentance as a body. Before we come to Christ's table, we are to examine our own hearts and minds. We need to think about how we've handled situations, treated others, or dealt with sinful issues. The bread and cup are elements of remembrance and repentance because we are joining ourselves to Christ in a meal at His table. So let us come with penitent hearts for ourselves and open hands for our brothers and sisters as we honor Christ's sacrifice until he comes again in glory to bring us to his ultimate heavenly table. I look forward to seeing you all and communing with you this week. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you for providing us with a way to remember and celebrate your sacrifice tangibly. Gathering together in communion to join our hearts before you is a powerful message about the importance of repentance, remembrance, and reverence. Let us never underestimate the blessing that we receive from gathering at your table. Each week as we remember, may we grow in our ability to reconcile, 
to repent, and to seek you in our own hearts and minds. Thank you for the renewal we receive in your body and your blood. It's in your name we pray. Amen.